Welcome to the Mariner's Church Life Group Leader Podcast. This weekly conversation is designed to equip and resource you to build a healthy life group community that studies God's Word, practices spiritual rhythms, and changes the world together. Welcome, leaders, to week five of our Life Group Leader podcast, looking at the book of Jude, our sermon series, Holding On. This is the end of this incredible sermon series, and we're going to end looking at um, some incredible verses. They've all been amazing, right? But these last two verses in here, this well-known, well-recited benediction we're going to talk through a little bit uh, today. And I've got um, our women's pastor, Esther Chung, joining us on the podcast. So say hello, Esther. So glad to have you. Hi, guys. So good to be with you. Yeah. Esther, how are you doing? How's life? What's happening? What are you excited about? I did not expect that. (laughs) Just a relational connection. Yeah, that's great. No, we are, you know, full swing preparing for the women's event on April 19th. Come on. So we're just so excited and so expectant. Um, Yeah, Chris is going to be preaching on, um, you know, the garden narrative in yeah. Genesis and how the enemy calls us into shame, but how Jesus calls us out of that. And so go. I'm so excited. Oh, come so on, man. invite your life groups, come with everybody, you know, cause it's going to be awesome. I mean, these are incredible nights, right? It I mean, really there's such an amazing time just to be encouraged. I mean, there's something about being in a, in a large room like that and yeah. just like the faith that's tangible in that room, 100%. the expectation, the hunger like that. So yeah. they, they, this has been so, um, so impactful. Yeah, I I honestly think that those nights, like faith is contagious and you kind of get to, in a sense, like borrow each other's faith as you Mm. see people stepping into Mm -hmm. trusting Jesus. And you're like seeing somebody raise their hand. You're like, oh my gosh, I could, I'll try that and do that. And and I think there's tremendous amount of like spiritual breakthrough that happens when truth is spoken over in seasons of weariness or uh, hopelessness. And so, yeah, they've been incredible. Yeah, amazing. And of course, you're stewarding so much more uh, mm-hmm. here with women's ministry. I mean, these large events are lots of fun and exciting, but we were just talking yeah. before we recorded this just about the amount of women that are in, in groups and Bible studies right now. Yeah, under, yeah. Under chair. God's doing some great things through your leadership and mm-hmm. through the, the, the big breadth of it, but also through the depth of it, through yeah. community. Yeah. It's been an exciting time, even the amount of women that are part of deep dives to yeah. the Wednesday night, you know, yeah. talks with Stetzer, like the amount of hunger and spiritual depth that women are desiring is such a, I think, grace of God. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, faith is always meant to be communal, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's it. And so that's what we're going to talk through wow. a little bit. I mean, that's a big part of the the book of Jude, right? Of yeah. we're called, we're loved, we're kept. Uh, and those distinguishing characteristics that God gives to us are best expressed and experienced uh, in and through community. So mm. you'll notice that, you know, the New Testament letters are written to to churches. They're written to wow. groups of people, yeah, um, not just isolated individuals, that faith is a communal thing. Yeah. And so we're going to walk through that today a little bit, some yeah. implications, and again, looking at this great benediction. So first, we've got our lean-in question. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't ask you the answers before, so <laughs> this is going to be live in a moment. I don't know if you have one. We'll see. Um, do. <laughs> what is the worst oh, fall man. you have ever experienced? And of course, we can go spiritually, emotionally, but maybe physically. Yeah. You know, when's the time you had an epic fall? Yeah. So last summer, I was holding my two and a half year old daughter, Kinsley. Oh, no, I don't like where this is and going. And I know it was bad. Yeah. And my sister's stairs, they're not like carpet. They were, I don't know, the laminate, laminate yeah, yeah. at wood. And I was wearing socks and I was holding her. And I slipped, no. and she, 
she hit her nose on the corner of the stair. Oh. So we had to go to the ER. Oh, and I had tremendous amount of mom guilt. Yeah. And one of the questions was, what could have kept you from falling? And my answer is socks. Yeah. <laughs> socks <laughs> totally. and laminated wood. Yeah. So that was pretty bad. How about you? Do you recall oh, any man. fall, bad fall? Yeah. I mean, the first thing that came to mind was um, one time, uh, for the sake of the kingdom, we were uh-huh. handing out flyers, <laughs> inviting uh-huh. people to Easter services, uh-huh. uh, just canvassing neighborhoods as you do, man, wow. like hit the streets, boots on Let's the ground, go. doing the stuff, like door to door, passing out things and having conversations with people. And um, I was doing this at a neighborhood that I wasn't very familiar with. And I came off the curb and I just completely twisted my ankle. I <gasps> came down sideways, oh. fell to the ground, flyers all over the place. Nobody saw it. It was just uh-huh. a me and the Lord kind of moment. Like, here I am, suffering for the gospel. Oh, my. And this wasn't that long ago, and I'm older now. And so it took forever for that stinking thing to heal. Like, I couldn't oh, run. I couldn't play yeah. basketball. And when it gets cold, I still feel it. Oh, no. Like, old man stuff. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. And so it's a, it's a reminder. It's that oh, thorn in the flesh. Man. Whenever it gets cold, oh, it's like, geez. okay. I'm dependent. I'm dependent upon you. And I'm, honestly, <laughs> you're so tall, too. I can't oh, yeah. imagine you <laughs> Falling slowly. Yeah, yeah. You know? There's no graceful way to do it when you're almost six four. It just looks like a a oh, giraffe no. that's just trying to ice skate or something. It's not a good not a good situation. Oh, um, no. <laughs> so worst worst fall. I mean, Eric kind of picks up on this a little bit. He uses um, this term. I've got this. Yeah. There are often times in life where we want to power up and power through situations where we are full of self-confidence and we could push through something. Or maybe there are times, as he mentions, when people say, Hey, I've got you, I'm going to take care of this and this situation for you. And, um, a lot of times we realize that, Oh wow, (laughs) I don't have this. Mm -hmm. I can't hold on to this or this person can't support, support Mm -hmm. this. And that's a big part of the letter of Jude to see that, man, there is opposition. They're seeing people that are that are wandering and walking away. There is um, disruption within this within this community, and they're realizing like, oh, ow, I, I can't hold on hard enough. And yeah. of course, that's a big theme of the letter that we can hold on because he's holding on to us. Yeah. Um, and so, just a great great conversation uh, from from the beginning here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we get into verses twenty four through twenty five. Esther, maybe do you have it? You want to read it for yeah. us? It's just an incredible way that this letter letter ends on this benediction. Yeah, of course. Verse 24 says, now to him who is able to protect you from stumbling and to make you stand in the presence of his glory without blemish and with great joy to the only God, our savior through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, power, and authority before all time, now and forever. Come on. Amen. That's what I'm talking about. Wow. It's so powerful this weekend. I think we're even going to stand and read that together. Yeah. yeah. It's this great exhale as we've acknowledged the difficult parts of faith. When we see people wander, when we wander mm-hmm. our, ourselves, that there is this great reminder of, okay, it's not our ability to stand ourselves. Right. It's not our ability to protect ourselves, but... It's all through Jesus Christ yeah. to him who's who's doing all things through authority before before all time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we could sit on that passage for, for quite a while. Just want to draw out a couple of things from the look down questions. Yeah. Uh, one question here says, what qualities of God does Jude highlight that make God worthy? Mm-hmm. And then how do these relate to contending for the faith and persevering in it? Uh, anything yeah. you want to draw out for, um, for our leaders there? Yeah. I mean, one of the things that stand out to me is that the immutable quality of God, yeah. that God is unchanging. He's consistent. 
um, from the beginning of time to now till forevermore. And and even like I love the verse where it says um, without blemish, but also with great joy. Yeah, and I think yeah. sometimes we think that God is a joy kill, mm. but he actually comes to kill what what kills true joy. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so just a reminder that God's not anti fun, anti laughter, yeah, that um, that he desires for us to be clean and pure and blemish uh, without blemish before him. Yeah. But he also imagines us to be full of joy and life and laughter in community and also with him. And yeah. so, um, yeah, those are some things that stand out to me. How about that's, you? Yeah, that's great. Oh, that's it. Yeah. I mean, the enemy comes to still kill and destroy. Yeah. I've come that you might have life uh, and life to the fullness, that, right. that joy to the fullness is so, so good. And mm-hmm. I think you're, you're right on there. And uh, a few things, Eric picks up on that. He talks mm-hmm. about with great joy. And, and he talks mm-hmm. a bit about like, sometimes theologians, scholars wonder whose joy is that? Mm-hmm. Is it our joy? Is it his joy? Mm-hmm. And it's ambiguous on purpose because it's actually, it's both that he is our so portion. Good. He is our joy. And yeah. in receiving him, we experience joy ourselves, which yeah. is amazing. Um, that he protects us, mm-hmm. that he presents us without blemish. Mm-hmm. And then of course, the great promise of his glory, his majesty, his yeah. power, his authority, that he's the only one that's worthy of praise, that yeah. he's, um, he's he's before time, he's outside of time, and he, he has authority, that his rule and his reign is over all things, that yeah. these are qualities that, that Jude wants to highlight to us, that is like, okay, if God is all of these things, and yeah. he is all of these things, he's, he's majesty, he's power, he's authority, he protects yeah. us, he's without blemish, he, we're able to experience joy, if he is all of these things, then I can have hope and perseverance because I'm relying upon the one who is above all things, yeah. which is great. Those are weighty words. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, then we make the turn to the look-in where it's, mm-hmm. okay, so what other things, people, institutions, does the world, or maybe our, our own selves, do we look to to give glory, majesty, power, and authority? Yeah. Are they worth it? Can they stand it? Where do they Ooh, let us down? stand yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Where do, you, where do you see that at work a little bit? Yeah. I mean, I automatically think about like celebrities, yeah. even like athletes that we admire and look up to. And I think there's a difference between like recognizing and celebrating talent yeah. versus almost worshiping them and right. idolizing them. And I was kind of even thinking about the temptation in the, in the Western church, like for us to even idolize like Christian celebrities. Right. Yeah. Like how we sometimes can give glory and majesty, almost in the sense of like their words have as much weight as God's word or, mm. or God himself. Mm-hmm. And so I think that sometimes, yeah, I, I have the temptation to to do that if if a, uh, something is presented to me in a more yeah, charismatic way. Yeah. Um, but only God yeah. yeah, can handle the glory. I love how like what can actually stand the majesty and the power and the authority that we even attribute to right. it. Yeah. And only God can. Yeah, I think that's really good. We're like drawing out on like there, there could be a temptation to kind of put our faith in somebody else's faith, mm-hmm. you know, or the persona of somebody else's faith and yeah. to uh, live out our spiritual journey through, through, through them. Yeah. And part of this letter is we see, man, when people wander and walk, walk away, like if your faith is ultimately in somebody else's faith in mm-hmm. Jesus and and then that collapses, then what are, what are you left what right. are you left with? Right, right. It's also a question of worship. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we all worship. Every, every single person worships. Yeah. Agnostic, atheist, Jesus True. follower, we, we all worship. Mm-hmm. Um, the things that we ascribe value to, the things that we give glory to, that wow. take our time 
um, and our enthusiast. These are forces of worship. Oh, are you? Let's talk about it. Come on. All right, we're going to do rooted strongholds right on the spot. (laughs) So good. Um, But the only choice we have is what we worship. And it turns out the only person that's worthy that could take the weight of our worship is Jesus, right? Because anything else that we worship um, ultimately will consume us, will will let us down. You know, if you worship riches and you pursue that, Mm. then you're going to be found wanting. If you worship celebrity, you're going to be found, if you worship beauty, we're all going to age out at some point. And ultimately you're left with this inward um, look towards yourself. But if you worship outside externally, the creator, then that's where we find life and joy and protection, all, all of those things. Amen. So yeah, good, good conversation. So good. Esther, it's always fun doing these with you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Look, look in. So uh, we've looked at the passage. We've drawn out the characteristics of that Jude is wanting to highlight. We've talked about where we see false representations of this out in culture. Mm. And now we want to look at, okay, yeah. so for us, where do you struggle to trust in God's ability to protect you from stumbling? Mm. What effect has this had on your relationship with him and others? It's a great, yeah. great question. Yeah. You want to go first? Oh, gosh. No, you, yeah. you go first. <laughs> so many yeah. things, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think of, I, I mean, I want to say like my faith in him is assured and I believe, and I believe that it is. Um, this has been a significant part of your journey, Esther, right? And I know we've talked about it before, but when I think about different forms of suffering mm-hmm. and trials that we may go to that many have gone through that has certainly been your story in the last um, last bit here. Um, I, I look at some of that stuff and mm-hmm. I have such admiration mm-hmm. for you in particular and for others where I've seen what they've gone through. Um, and I've gone through things, mm-hmm. right? I've gone through things, but the significant points of trauma, I'm like, oh God, I don't know how I would deal with that. Yeah. I don't know how I, how I would walk, walk through that. Yeah. Um, and so I think there's there's a part of that in me where again we've gone through things, um, but when I look at I know it's not always fair to say significant levels because trauma and tr- is, is trauma loss loss is loss, mm. uh, but not having encountered um, some some of those things I'm like man I don't know how would I how how would I find my faith in that moment what, sure. what would I hold on to uh, in that moment yeah so for me there's a bit of a wrestle wrestle there yeah 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 no um, for me I I think about um, yeah, I, it's interesting how like even sin that we stumble with, it's yeah. usually the same stuff. Mm-hmm. And even our fears, it's kind of this, it, the root is the same stuff. And even for me, like, it's like we've lost our son. And so when I think about Kinsley, who's our daughter, and she's three and a half, sometimes the enemy or even myself will take myself to places of like, well, one of my kids was taken, mm-hmm. you know, who says she can't be mm. and and then i have to go back to this like i'll get i'll stumble and i'll worry or i'll panic yeah. and i don't think that panic is necessarily the space that god ever designed for us to live in yeah. and i have to come back to the fact that god loves kinsley more than i do that's good and so god will protect kinsley and even if he were to take kinsley for some reason I mean, this is a practice for me to keep. Yeah. It's it's an opportunity of trust for me, but to say, God, um, I'm just going to trust that you're a better parent than I am. Mm. So, yeah, I have a fear that I'll stumble through in my parenting or stumble through marriage or in the way that I you know, love Kinsley. But at the end of the day, she has a better parent. Sweet. And I think it comes back to the whole idea of this of this weekend of yeah. I don't got it. 
but God does. It's good. And Come on. I remember someone saying like, you're enough like the fish and the loaves were. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like without the touch and the miracle of yeah. God, it's it's insufficient. But right. with God, supplies every need right. and satisfies every belly and soul. That, that's beautiful. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. So good. What a great opportunity, even for your life group, yeah. to kind of get vulnerable in this moment. You could stay surface level, but to really draw out maybe some of our fears and our temptations, I think, could be a great opportunity for our life groups right. to go deeper. That's yeah. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then you've kind of answered this last question. What truth is God inviting you into to combat the lie of yeah. self-reliance? I mean, you you talked about that he he's a great protector. That yeah. He, that he will protect. Yeah. Um, and so it's always great when you get to these look-ins, think they're often tied in into the look down. Mm. So things that were highlighted in the scripture so good. by you, by your group members, often those are highlighted for a reason. So like good. you're drawn to something in the text for a reason. It's like we read scripture, wow. but we allow scripture to read us. Oh, So on. you want to pay pay attention to what people are mm. noting down because often that's, that's what God is calling you, calling you into. Yeah. So um, that's a, just a good thing to be mindful of as you're leading your groups. Yeah. Um, what truth is God inviting me in to combat the lie of self, self-reliance? I think there is the, the piece of his authority. Come on. It's yeah. How it is. I mean, it's all of it really, but that his authority that he is ultimately in control. Yeah. Um, that even when I feel like I got to grasp it and hold on to it and create my own narrative, that he has a far better way that he's in control, but he's also loving, right? Yeah. It's hard to trust somebody who is you know, authoritative, like a dictator in control without mm-hmm. love. Um, but that's not who he is. Yeah. He's authoritative, but he's also sovereign. He's also loving. Yeah. And so that's a truth that I'm reminded of. So Even good. when life may swirl around and th- things happen that I don't understand yeah. and cause harm, I can still trust in his his goodness and, and his sovereignty at the same time. So, so that's, that's what I'm invited into. So good. Amazing, Esther. Well, thank you so much. This has been a really, really great series as we wrap this up. Mm-hmm. This is an exciting season. Life Group Leaders as well. Um, next week is Palm Sunday, Palm, Palm Sunday weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Rooted uh, Celebrations. We got some new Life Group Leaders that are coming online. And then in just a couple of weeks, we're hitting Easter, Easter wow. weekend, man. That's <laughs> it, right? No no greater a celebration yeah. from death to life, right? Like I love what Paul says in my own words that mm. if price was not raised, pack it up and go home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but because he is, every, everything is different. Wow. So we're going to celebrate that to the so fullness. Good. And then um, we're also going to begin a new series, I Need a Miracle. Life Group Leaders look out for series magazines that are coming uh, with that as well. Those are going to be distributed on Easter weekend. You'll be able to pick up copies at your congregation. Mm. Going to be a great resource through the series together. Esther, thanks again. Appreciate you all that you are and all that you do, all that you bring. Thank you're, you. You're you're the you're a real one. No, thank you. No cap. <laughs> Love, you're way too cool for me. Uh, I got a teenage, teenage daughter. She's been helping That's me. That's awesome. Or hindering me. I don't know. <laughs> all right, leaders, have a great week, and we'll see you back here next week.